Hello and welcome to the Hallelujah Podcast. I'm your host Grace and I am beyond excited to have you here today. At Hallelujah, our mission is to provide a space where you can grow in your faith, be encouraged and gain an understanding of God's Word. Hello friends and welcome to our first series on the Hallelujah Podcast. In our singleness series, we're going to be chatting about all things singleness, dating, relationships, and I'm super, super excited to be getting into this topic with you. It is such a pivotal point in our lives, and even though this might be most relevant for singles, if you're dating, engaged, or married, I hope and trust that you'll be able to get something from this too. In our episode today, Single Sent and Sanctified, we're going to be kicking off the singleness series and getting a little introduction to the topic. So bit of a shorter episode today, but we'll spend a good chunk of our episode looking at what the Bible says about singleness, the difference between singleness in the world and singleness as Christians, and why we should actually cherish this season that we're in. In future episodes of this series, we'll chat about how to make the most of your singleness, how to prepare for marriage as a single Christian, attributes to look for in a godly spouse, and more. I'll also have a special guest or two in this series as well, which will be super, super fun. So without any further ado, let us get into it. So to set up this series, I'd actually love to start off with my thoughts and feelings about singleness. So I'm currently single, as some of you would know, and I'm actually really, really enjoying the season that I'm in. Towards the kind of start middle of last year, so 2022, I was dating and I was with a guy maybe about six, six weeks we, we were together, but nothing nothing really stuck. So for me, it's basically been three years since a last long-term relationship that I had. And I went a little bit into this in my testimony episode, which some of you may have listened to. If you're interested, definitely go back and watch it. But long story short, I came back to faith after my last long-term relationship ended. And it was funny because in my head, I was like, sweet, you know, I'm a Christian again now. So in a few months, I'm going to meet this great Christian guy and we'll be together for a year and then I'll get engaged and married and happily ever after. So that's just what I had in my head. And marriage was something I had wanted all of my life. And I just grew up, I guess, because I grew up in a Christian home as well, just assuming and being told that I'd get married and have children quite young. And uh, yeah, I mean, I just assumed that it had happened in the time frame that I wanted or had in my mind, but I could not have been further from the truth. For me, it's actually been an incredible blessing to be single for the time that I have been back in my faith because it's given me the headspace and the time just to seek Jesus, get planted in a church and serve, get into the word and really just establish a solid foundation for my walk with God. I think for many people, but especially Christians, if you're single, it's like you've got something wrong with you. People often ask you, you know, if you've got a boyfriend or girlfriend, and if you say no, they'll go, oh, well, all in God's timing, or don't worry, it'll happen soon. And we feel like we need to justify it if we're single and happy as well, right? That's not just me. So often it is seen as part of the journey rather than a destination, So we go, oh, well, you know, singleness is just one step, but the end goal, the end destination is marriage. To an extent, you know, I guess that there is some reason behind that because the majority of people get married. 
I think the statistic is something like over 80% of men will be married by the age of 40 and over 85% of women will be married at that age too. So yes, it is very common and naturally as well because God designed it and told us to marry and fill the earth, but it still has that stigma around it. That's something that I want to chat about as part of this series because it can you know, be really frustrating when people look at you like there's something wrong with you if you're not paired off. So in this series, I really want to get more into the topic of singleness and unpack what the Bible says about it, how and why we should make the most of it, tips for dating as a single Christian, preparing for marriage and singleness, and so much more. And please let me know if there's a topic about singleness or dating that you'd love for me to cover in this as well. Love to hear from you. Love to give you guys content that you want. So definitely let me know. So first of all, singleness in the Bible, what is there to say about it? The Bible actually has a fair amount to say about singleness and we can learn some pretty good lessons from it. So I've got three key ones here that I want to chat about. The first one is that singleness is a gift. I want to first of all draw your attention to 1 Corinthians 7, 7 to 9, which says, I wish that all of you were as I am, but each of you has your own gift from God. One has this gift, one has that. Now to the unmarried and the widows, I say, it is good for them to stay unmarried as I do. But if they cannot control themselves, that they should marry, for it is better to marry than to burn with passion. And we see Paul talking about being celibate and single and how it was a good thing. It it was a gift. And how marriage is not better than being single as being unmarried by default isn't better than being married. But he does praise singleness and, and call it a gift. So it's clearly something that the Bible treasures or or Paul treasured and that we should as well. So the first one is that singleness is a gift, but the second one is that when we are single, we can focus on God. The gift of being single allows us to dedicate more of our time to God and serving him, and this one is huge. In the same same chapter um, of the same book, so 1 Corinthians 7 verse 32 to 34 Paul says, I want you to be free from anxieties. The unmarried man is anxious about the things of the Lord, how to please the Lord. But the married man is anxious about worldly things, how to please his wife and his interests are divided. Marriage, of course, will have its own ability to serve God in an incredible way too, and that's for sure. But in singleness, we have the ability to completely dedicate ourselves to the Lord. Both are blessings and are just different seasons of life, but when we can dedicate all of our time to the Lord in singleness. It is such a blessing and we can grow so much more. And like Paul said, the man who is married or or talking about being free from anxieties and the unmarried man, so the single, is anxious about things of the Lord and how to please the Lord, but the married man is anxious about worldly things, how to please his wife. So I know both are beautiful seasons and both no doubt have their downsides, but also their positives. But for me right now, just to be to be single and anxious about the things of the Lord and how to please the Lord, I can just relate to that so much. And I, I love that. I love this season that I'm in. And then the third point that I have is while singleness is a gift and has its advantages, that man being alone, ultimately it wasn't God's, I guess you could say, ideal. But if we look back at Genesis after God created the world and had created man, he looked at Adam and said that it wasn't good for man to be alone and that he would make a helper suitable for him. Even though Adam had the company of God in the Garden of Eden, 
God still established that it wasn't good for man to be alone. So out of Adam's rib, God created Eve, who was then able to fulfill his need for companionship. Marriage was established by the two of them as they came together in just this beautiful lifelong covenant of marriage. And I think it's really important to note that there is lots of positivity towards singleness in the New Testament, but that marriage, I suppose you could say, is seen as the norm. As humans, we crave that companionship and marriage is a beautiful blessing for us from God and we should treat it as so, but we also shouldn't write off singleness as just a middle season or something just to be cast off and and that way less than. Those are just a few of the key themes that I've found about singleness in the Bible, but I also want to do a bit of a comparison about singleness in the world and singleness as a Christian. Singleness in the world tells us that there is something wrong with us that we are less than because we are single. But singleness as a Christian tells us that we are worthy and valuable in God's eyes, and this doesn't change based on our relationship status. Singleness in the world tells us that we are incomplete, but singleness as a Christian tells us that we are complete in Christ. Singleness in the world tells us that we are free to do whatever we want with whoever we want, whenever we want. But singleness as a Christian tells us that we are free to serve God and devote all of our time to him. Singleness in the world tells us that you're free to have sex with whoever you want and it doesn't matter. But singleness as a Christian tells us that you're saving that incredibly precious gift of sex for someone who you were in a lifelong covenant with. Singleness in the world tells us that you have a chance to work out what you want to do in life. But singleness as a Christian tells us that we know what we're called to do and we can live this out. Finally, singleness in the world tells us that it is all about you and self-love. But singleness as a Christian tells us to love others, love others as God first loved us. Even just in these few points, we can see a huge difference in what the world says about singleness versus what God and the Bible says about singleness. I remember for me that when I was in school and university, I just felt so incomplete if I wasn't in a relationship I felt less than and totally got my sense of identity from the person that I was dating. But now I love being single. I love this season that I'm in because it allows me to focus on God and get my identity solely from him. I would be lying if I said there aren't days where I miss having that companionship. I miss having someone, but I'm I'm in an incredible church. I've got an incredible group of young adults and friends and support people around me. So even though it's not the same, like to have that companionship in a boyfriend or a girlfriend or husband or wife, we can get that from church and community and the body of Christ. So it's just really important to remember that. And I'm never trying to undermine the struggles that can come with singleness, but it goes so quickly. And the biggest piece of advice that so many married people have told me is to make the most of your singleness because it goes so quickly. So I just want to share that with you guys and encourage you in that too. And the last part of our episode today, and I know it'll be a bit of a shorter one, but it's just why we should cherish our time being single. The first reason I think that we should cherish our time being single is that there is a time and place for every season. And if we spend all of our time desperate to get into the next season of life, we're going to miss the blessings that God has for us right now. For many of us, marriage will come and it will be beautiful. But in our singleness, we have all the time in the world to grow in our faith, to to know and be known by Jesus, to mature, to spend time with our brothers and sisters, disciple younger Christians, 
read our Bible, worship, go for long prayer works, and just do life with God by our side. The second reason about why we should cherish our time being single is that we can actually use it as a time of preparation for marriage as well. If you do desire marriage as I do, our singleness is the best and the only time we'll ever get to prepare ourselves for marriage and to be a husband or wife. So I just want to encourage you to make the most of this season just to discover who you are and what you want in a future spouse. Work through any outstanding issues with your family. Heal from any past hurts in relationships and just get your walk with God and your relationship with Jesus into the best place that it could possibly be. We want to be able to come into marriage in the best shape possible. And this means investing time into our physical, our mental, our emotional and our spiritual health. And there's so much more about singleness that I could say right now, which is why we're just going to have a whole season for it and give it a few more episodes. So I'm really excited to get into that with you guys. And in our next episode, we're going to talk about how to make the most of your singleness. So stay tuned for that one launching about a week from now. But as we start to wrap up this episode, I just want to reiterate, I guess for for anyone listening who is single and just feels stuck and you're just longing for a relationship, you're longing for marriage. And I think one of the best things that I've been able to work out, and sometimes I guess we have to learn the hard way and no matter how many times someone tells us, we just have to work it out for ourselves. But I just really encourage you to get to know Jesus as the role of the person that you're trying to have a boyfriend or girlfriend So, for example, if you want to get married or have a relationship because you feel lonely, work out why you feel lonely. Spend that time, spend that time with Jesus. Just every attribute that a human could have and humans are flawed, Jesus and God will have and they are perfect. So don't look to fill insecurities that you have or avoid in your life with a boyfriend, like look to Jesus, look to God, spend time with him, get to know him because he is the perfect husband ultimately for us. And we know that marriage is a beautiful image of Christ and his bride, but singleness, we we can see the attributes that we already have with Jesus because in heaven there, you know, there will there will be no marriage. So in heaven, when we are, I suppose you could say single, but married to Christ, we will just be fully devoted to the Lord. And that is the beauty of singleness is that we can be fully devoted to the Lord. So where marriage isn't fulfilled yet in that face-to-face, I guess, consummation with with Jesus, singleness is. So just learn to love the season that you're in because A, it'll go really quick, but B, what else would we want to do in life other than be fully devoted to Jesus? Like Amen. That's such a blessing. So anyway, rambling on a bit, but I love you guys. I'm journeying with you. (laughs) I thought I would be uh, married and have, you know, two kids by now, but I'm not. And that's okay. I just want to do this journey with you guys, share my thoughts. I hope this is encouraging for you. And yeah, so I'll wrap it up in prayer for us and then we can finish this episode off. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much that you have created us for a relationship. Thank you that we have complete wholeness and fulfillment in our relationship with you. But thank you also that you've given us the beautiful gift of marriage. I thank you for the season that you've got us all in right now, whether that is married already, engaged or single like me. And I just, I lift up all of my beautiful brothers and sisters who are listening today. And I just thank you for 
the blessings that you give us while we're single. And I pray that you would help us all to make the most of this season that we're in. I pray that we would just hunger and thirst for more and more of you and truly have that understanding of our identity in Christ and not look to feel that with a boyfriend or a girlfriend, a husband or a wife. I just lift up every person listening to this episode today and I ask that you would just meet them where they're at right now. Just bless them, keep them safe, protect them, guide them, speak to them in dreams and visions and show them what you're calling them to do in this season that they're in. I just pray for peace that surpasses all understanding and just such contentment and joy in singleness. All honor and glory to you, God. We love you so much and we we pray just for a fresh outpouring of your spirit today, Lord God. Just fill us up with joy, fill us all up with joy and, and love and, and hope for you, Lord God. So we love you, God, and I just pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, thanks guys for tuning in to our 18th Hallelujah podcast episode, Single Sent and Sanctified, and the first episode of our singleness series. My hope and prayer is that I'll always be able to point you to Jesus and that you will leave feeling encouraged, equipped, inspired, and ready to go out and be salt and light in this world. Don't forget to follow and leave us a five-star review if you like our content so that we can get the good news out and reach more people. I'll leave all the links to my website and other resources in the description and make sure you also jump over to Instagram at Hallelu Podcast to keep up to date with our post new episodes and other news. Thanks for tuning into the Hallelu Podcast and I'll see you all next time. Thank you.